Welcome to Capes and Critiques, where we give our two cents about comic book characters and pop culture. This issue, we will step into DC's New Age of Heroes as we discuss sideways and a whole lot of nonsense. What are we talking about today, <laughs> Melissa? It's a new frontier. Is it? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I've come to the conclusion that I don't know what 90% of what I mean on this podcast. <laughs> Stepping in sideways? <laughs> Stepping in sideways <laughs> to the new age of heroes. But Stepping in, in sideways <laughs> into the new age of heroes. But we're here today <laughs> to talk about our favorite series from the DC's new age of heroes. And that would be... Sideways. Short, simple, to the point. Mm-hmm. And what is the new age of heroes? It's something that relatively new obviously (laughs) (laughs) this is being recorded in 2018 it's relatively new to 2018 um and it's dc just basically trying to shove in some new interesting titles as well as team-ups to keep readers interested or at least that's what i'm getting from it and i'm glad they want to keep us interested because some shit gets stale dc but i still love it so i don't know why the fuck i'm saying that i mean this is fair i know they're trying something new with this because you can only use the same characters in so many plot lines without it like feeling repetitive to read and i feel like a lot of the titles are kind of getting into that repetitive area because new age of heroes started end of 2017 or beginning of this year yeah 2017 into 2018 yeah right yeah because i know damage and silencer started pretty early yeah with DC, it's really interesting because there's so many characters that you love that have been around so long and you want to read everything. And then as a as a reader, you're like, I love them. I never want to leave them. But I need some kind of new stuff. But I don't want you to change who I'm reading. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I think the New Age of Heroes was a good chance for them to kind of break out of that because I can only read so many Batman titles and keep my sanity. Um, so it's nice to break it up with other things like not just Super Sons, which is always my go-to. But, uh, like, new things are always fun to read, even though a lot of people nowadays are, like, you know, all about retro and bringing things back or whatever the fuck. But I think that New Age of Heroes is kind of in the in a good direction. Like, I think that's where a lot more people should go take risks with new things. And although, sadly, New Age of Heroes isn't working out that great for DC right now, I think maybe two or three out of the titles are actually doing well enough to probably continue further than just, like, having a maxi right now. I think the biggest problem with that is just how many events are happening at the same time. Yeah, I agree. Because you do have some really good titles out because it's not only what we want to discuss primarily today being sideways, but you have Silencer, you have the Terrifics, you have Damage, you have the Curse of Brimstone, as well as um, uh, the, the Immortal Men, the um, Unexpected. Yeah, so there's a good number of titles out there, but there's also a lot of things that DC is releasing overall, event-wise, that you are going to rather pull because people are on a budget and you can't buy every single thing that DC's putting out, even if DC wants you to. Everything costs $2.99, $3.99, $4.99, $7.99. So I'm looking at you, Black Label, which I buy, but you're expensive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like in between all of this and all these new releases, you had the fucking Bat Cat wedding. Right now you have Heroes in Crisis. Like you said, there's a lot more tie-ins and things that people would be more interested in buying over new characters because again, having and creating a new character is always a big risk because you don't already have that established fan base for them. Like you can DC could probably sell shitty Batman titles, which they have been, even in like main timeline 
Batman and people are still going to buy them because they're a fucking Batman title. But you don't have that security with new series like these. And I think they kind of hurt themselves by having so many events coincide with New Age of Heroes because you didn't really give people the chance to take the time to look at them when you're distracting them with all these other things. Real quick, it is the beginning of 2018, literally. Oh, it is the yeah, beginning. Yeah, like, Damage and Silencer were some of the earlier ones, and they are dropped, like, they were dropped beginning of January. So it's still January. It, yeah, I would yeah. still say 2017 into 2018, because, as we all know, you look a couple months into solicitations. Yeah. So, and a lot of the marketing material is 2017, so you start getting hyped well before something drops. Yeah. And I knew that those were the oldest titles, and I already saw them, like, in the 10s and 11s. But, yeah. like, that makes sense. We're in November, so if it's a monthly. No, and I think the big event that is most commonly associated right now with DC's New Age of Heroes is um, Dark, Dark Knight's, Knight's Metal. Metal. Because a lot of the teams and the individual characters that are being kind of, like, birthed into the DC universe through New Age of Heroes have a sort of connection with Dark Knight's Metal, the Dark Multiverse, or kind of like everything that went down that's, you know, cataclysmic in DC events, which we're not going to get too much into or that much into at all, I would say, into the events of Dark Knight's Metal. I would definitely recommend Dark Knight's Metal if you've listened to some of our other podcasts. I I like it, so... If the word dark is in it, there's like maybe black, maybe, you know, other ominous sounding words, she's probably read it unfortunately but yes i would i would recommend it it's not a light read it's definitely Mm-mm. something that you're gonna not only like dip in like your minds but you are you're in for an entire ride emotionally physically because eyes get tired <laughs> you know spiritually you you ascend you descend you transcend time so you do all the ends all right tempest all right <laughs> Uh, you'll get that reference later on when we actually talk about sideways but anyway and if you have been keeping up with at least one or two dc titles you're gonna know that dark knight's metal was a thing because it influenced a lot of timelines um it it, will influence the main timeline overall yeah so it bled into a lot of titles the the most we're gonna say about it is that from Dark Knight's Metal, we get sideways because the main character, Derek James, gets his powers from the events of Dark Knight Metal. Mm-hmm. Specifically from the Dark Multiverse. So with everything that's ending the world, obviously you go back into opening some sort of dark dimension. Again, I mentioned cataclysmic, so you have something that's called the Dark Multiverse. And what happens to our protagonist throughout the series sideways, as Jelsey mentioned, Derek James, he gets his powers directly from the Dark Multiverse. Because when um, when the world's ending and rifts open to the dark dimensions, little bitty cities, you know, kind of crack open, and then you have children fall through them, get stuck and gain powers because that's how that's essentially Derek's origin story he yeah. was in the wrong place at the right time and now he's he's got powers that he doesn't know what to do with because predominantly what we know about Derek is with the powers from the dark multiverse he is able to open rifts through space so he his catchphrase is stepping in sideways because with his little itty bitty finger he just kind of like draws something into the sky to the air and then he's able to open a rift into a place he can see a place that he can that he knows of or can imagine and he ends up there and it's not really too fully explained how the dark multiverse can just gift someone these powers but (laughs) you you can open rifts now in between (laughs) verses yeah, within your universe and eventually into to others, others, which yeah. is what 
you play around with when you're in a new series. I mean, first you got to learn on your home turf before stepping into shit you don't even know. <laughs> but that's um, that's what you get uh, at a minimum from reading Sideways. You get a new character as well as new powers. And you kind of get to discover something that you haven't done in a long time. Because even with Rebirth, New 52, like all these things that are trying to kind of revamp some older characters... You kind of have an idea of where it's going to go because they've been around for so long. Even now, um, when we're recording right now, we're waiting for Young Justice. That's a revamp. But you know where those characters should be going or where you would hope for them to go. But when you're reading Sideways, it's something completely new, something completely different in the sense that DC hasn't written this character before. So Danzidio can do whatever he wants with him, um, which we only hope is a good thing and that there's no <laughs> more... Um, universe altering events with a teenage kid that can open rifts into other dimensions which i mean is would be a good tool to alter some universes but yeah let's let's hope for a while they don't go there i think he needs to actually be an established and really relevant character for that to be a meaningful move rather than just a hey we can totally use this as a cop-out and something you know what i mean yeah so getting into talking further about Sideways as a series and all that jazz, let's start off with Chelsea telling us why she read Sideways. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Rephrase. First impressions or like where did you first see Sideways other than like marketing? Like what made you want to pick okay. up this title? Literally. All right. It was when you sent me the screenshots of his little cosplayer friend and that she had made him his his hero yeah. outfit. I thought that that was the best thing ever. And that was the moment I fell in love with Ernie, which is her name. Her name is Ernestine. Yeah. <sighs> Poor girl. Like she's <laughs> named Ernestine. But which is Derek James' best friend. <laughs> she is Derek James' best friend. And her nickname is Ernie. And she is literally, I think what most hero friends are like, like that clutch ride or die, like always there for you type of friend um but all also like you're kind of like you're conscious um and basically they know what to do well like what's best to do yeah, usually he gro- she grounds him and yeah like, she like you're mentioning like him. your moral compass like keeping you normal like not to say that everyone's normal and that no one's normal yeah. but keeping you like that person that didn't have powers correct yeah like he she is um his connection to just being him at the end of the day because she knows um, his real identity and she knows that he's sideways which is something that nobody else knows so that helps a lot well nobody else in his everyday <laughs> life because because shows up like hey but that's that's way later so in general i think that i really liked ernie i really liked that she was a cosplayer for i too am a cosplayer and i thought that the concept of her like making his outfit was really cute and really fun so just that in general like the initial impression of sideways and Derek himself he looked really interesting as a character as well so i'm like okay I'll give her a try. And what she means by first seeing this is me bombarding people with these images as yep, soon as I read G-chat. sideways. I was Good like times. I was like, look at this. Everyone look at her. <laughs> look at them. Read this. And like into Novel, because Jelsey reads twelve percent of the things that I recommend reading this anyways. Is true. This is true. I mean, I only have so many hours in the day, so I'm very picky and choosy. And I also am very lazy. I admit <laughs> it. I admit it. But in a, like I am super lazy with reading. But I do have my priorities when I read at the end of the day. So, like, I I will cherry pick very few things that I'm like, okay, this, I will be 
dedicated to this and I'm going to read this. I really enjoyed this from an origin story like standpoint, quote unquote, because it just like completely skipped the that internal turmoil of who should I tell? Who should I not tell? Like, do I trust anyone? And it was just like, bam, I had trusted this person already. She made my costume on to the next thing. So it's like he's able to tell people because a lot of times like that takes some time for certain heroes to be able to let anyone know outside of like family. But I guess it's also like that that like gen z stuff where like yeah. my friends are my family which is like a good thing as well but so it was just a little it, it for me it was an interesting take like issue one my identity has been revealed to someone i trust which is nice which is nice not just like at home like wallowing no one knows who i am <laughs> but i i enjoy the series overall and i think everybody would enjoy this series overall which is a statement i will make multiple times so just wait you can count it it'll probably be more than 10 <laughs> moving forward so that's why you picked it up you enjoy just initially how I it was presented picked up sideways because despite what my co-host will say i don't just like everything that's nitty-gritty and like yeah you're grungy. right he was a brown boy so you picked it up <laughs> This is true. This is, <laughs> this is one of the reasons. But I was definitely just excited for the DC New Age of Heroes In title general. overall. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I went crazy for, for a hot minute when I learned about this. It was like, okay, maybe DC does know what I want. Maybe DC knows that I need new interesting characters. And just looking at the character design, because um, DC released online, like, a masterclass of Kenneth Rockefeller's art for the character designs. And I was in love with everyone's character design. I was in love with... Derek's character designed some of the villain characters, some of his, some later characters that'll be introduced. I was just like obsessed with the way the masterclass looked, and I was like, you know what? This is this is it. I'm in. And he's a little brown boy, which sounds so fucking weird to say on a podcast, but I love anything with diversity. So I was like, you're gonna give me a teenage kid that is not does not look like everybody else because i read a lot of batman and everybody looks exactly the fucking same everyone's a little bruce wayne clone which i don't mind i mean i'm I'm like physically in love with with like half the characters in 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 the bat family but like you gave me a different looking ish character and i was like okay i'm here i'm down like let's let's enjoy and be along for the ride Mm. and then that's the sideways is the reason that i went and i read dark knight's metal because I knew it was going to be a tie-in, and I was like, I need to be here and support this diverse character and buy it and give them my money. So that's why I read it, and I am never regret it, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> so far, nine issues in, no regrets. No regrets? So, okay, I, I mean, I have some qualms, but oh, I don't okay, have any regrets. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but I mean, I think it's impossible not to have a qualm with something you've read. Like It's true. Like, even if you loved a series, there's always going to be those one or two things that you're going to be like, "Mm, but this could have been better. And then that's just that's just the nature of media. Like, nothing's going to be perfect, but that's not necessarily a problem, I think. Yeah. Um, And after reading issue one, I I found the characters quirky. I found them endearing. And I know there's a lot of like flack if you don't really. I know I shouldn't, but I go online and I read people's comments <laughs> and I read what people's other people's opinions. Never. Even, even when they're negative, I read them. I want to know what people dislike about things. Even when it like, I mean, it has nothing to do with me. They're not commenting about me, but I'm like, I want to know what people do not like about this as if like I can change their minds. I don't know, um, which is what you're doing. You're just listening to my opinions. But 
but um, I know a lot of like online, a lot of people gave it a lot of flack just because they're uh, they're like, oh, it's DC Spider Man, or like they're just doing like a teenage lone hero, like they're copying X Y and Z. But you know what? I don't even want to analyze that shit. Just like throw that, pick it up, throw it out the window, and just like have fun with the new character, something that hasn't been done because it's a new character. So I don't even care like what it seems like, what it doesn't look like. There's still an entire story to progress. And I mean, if you like psychoanalyze anything, character A is gonna look like character B from character C publishing like everyone like slightly has some yeah I, I that's what i was gonna comment on as well like yeah he has a similar kind of vibe to spider-man but i feel like he's more targeted definitely towards this generation i know that when spider-man came out he's also targeted like towards young kids but this is a new take on it and i think that's fine and at the end of the day at this point in time if you came up with any new hero hero someone's gonna be like oh he reminds me of superman oh, he reminds me of Batman. They've done everything. Yeah, it's like, oh, he reminds me of this character. Yeah, he kind of fucking does because a lot of them have the same tragedy. Like, at the end of the day, most heroes have some tragedy that turns them into heroes, right? Yeah. So how are they not going to be similar if they're all suffering within their own tragedy to try to become something better and still help people even through all that tragedy? And I think that's a big part of heroes and why they inspire people. So to, to have a hero who is adopted because Derek is adopted. And I thought that was, that was another reason I stuck with it because I thought that was an interesting concept. And so, yeah, he's adopted. And then he also goes through his own tragedy, which you'll find out in the series, which we really don't want to spoil. And yeah, that's again, similar to kind of, because he does start out pretty reckless, but I think he finds his way even before tragedy kind of strikes in his life so yeah it's kind of similar to spider-man but you can say that's similar to a bunch of other characters too that some form of tragedy is what made them responsible some form of tragedy is what propelled them forward or some event is what gave them their powers and allowed them to be something more than human and so all those people that are like oh he's just like spider-man you know what pick up the title and read it and think of it as its own thing. Because if you keep comparing it to everything else, it's gonna, like, what's the point? You might as well do that with everything else and you're gonna spoil everything you read, so. Yeah, so it's just, for me, it's something exciting because I always want things to take a new twist. And whether it is, like, character regression, whether it is, like, a new universe, whether it's new characters, I'm always excited for for something to take a turn that I haven't seen before, even if it resembles something else. That's the main reason why I was attracted to the sideways cover. I mean, I say cover because, like, you see the art first, and obviously everyone says don't judge a book by its cover, but that's literally what you do in comic books, unfortunately. Like, it's, like, a pretty cover. Like, that's that has some impact in it. But. Oh, it definitely It's It's a visual medium at the end of the day. Like, I can't read a comic where I don't enjoy the art, sad to say. Like, you can have an amazing story, but if I don't vibe with the art, it's really hard for me to read it. And, like, maybe that's shallow of me to think but again comics don't are do both... shit that doesn't make you happy yeah exactly and like it's it's a visual thing it's both you reading the words on the page or on your phone or wherever the fuck you read your comics but it's also looking at the characters their expressions the things happening like it is a visual art form and if you don't enjoy the art then it's hard to enjoy the art form and kenneth rockefeller 
does amazing art. 10, 10 recommend. I love Rockerford. I know my co-host loves Rockerford. I so. love every face he's ever drawn. Like, <laughs> so that was like, that was definitely a bonus for this series to have Rockerford drawing it. Yeah, I think that was that was an added on excitement because I know Rockerford. I know a lot of his art mainly from his 2011 Red Hood and the Outlaw series, which I am also in love with. So his art style really does add to my personal enjoyment. But I think regardless of that art style, um, there are a lot of positive things to the Sideways series, not only getting something new and interesting. If you like Dark Knight's Metal, it's a pretty interesting tie-in just to know how far the Dark Multiverse is going and affecting our universe. And I know I say our universe, but you know, (laughs) their universe, the Earth Earth they think that we live in. Um, and just seeing how far those tie-ins um, can impact and create other characters. I think that too often a lot of events, especially world-ending and cataclysmic events, just have negative aspects. And this is a positive. I mean, it's a unfortunately, it's a teenage kid who kind of like loses that innocence because that's what you get when you give a kid powers and you give them responsibility more than what they can control. But you still get somebody who is hopefully, I mean, he's a hero who's going to be able to save people and continue just to benefit the current arena of heroes that we have. Because throughout the series, Derek doesn't always go things alone. And hopefully, I I hope it doesn't stay that way. Um, He is definitely um, like a teenager. So I don't know how many people are going to like pick him up and be like, yes, come join us. Um, but the, the way that his powers can impact and benefit, I think that it's a character that with growth can definitely be utilized in a lot of, um, in a lot of different ways, not only in his own storytelling, but again, what you're going to get from the Sideways series is a new character as well as a fun development and play on becoming a hero. Because I think we miss that a lot of times, especially with a lot of adult heroes. Like it's that, that youth and that joy, joyfulness in finding out your powers because you're like, that's so cool. I think it, it like it maintains that excitement of being a hero, I think. Yeah. And finding out what your parents powers can do how far you can go with them and it's very much a learning experience with Derek because I think he's like the only person who's ever really had like dimension rifty powers um at least to this extent because we've never had anyone tie into the dark multiverse or different verses and how they can impact the world especially this young and I know a lot of people have like dimension powers like but they weren't dropped in their lap like one day to the next correct like Like, it was something that they gained over time it wasn't just like they woke up one day and fuck I can open rifts to different dimensions you know because we start off with a kid that I mean is a teenager I know sometimes I don't know the age of our listeners but it's hard to remember where you are a teenager if you're not but this is kid who he got powers he went to his best friend was like fuck dude like I don't know what the hell I can do but look (laughs) she made him suit and then the first thing Derek wants to do is become YouTube famous with his little rifting powers yeah which like spoiler he it's just it's it's a fucking problem like (laughs) (laughs) yeah becoming a youtube sensation does not pan out yeah and also like you can throughout everything you get the whole gen z vibe so i think that it's a really good place for new readers to start um i think sideways is definitely a good gateway into kind of comics if you're just starting out picking up this new hero that doesn't have any other continuity outside of dark knight's metal for them to understand what this who this hero is, where he comes from, his past because he doesn't have that history that Batman has, that Superman has. Those gajillion comics, 1000 action comics just hit this year. Like they don't have that 
he doesn't have that kind of history. So I feel like as a new reader to comics, this is a great gateway comic because it focuses on Gen Z, like this generation of kids. And it and it has a lot of plots that kind of relate to that, you know, classic, you know, bullying, how people treat you at school, how popularity factors into who you are as a person and how you feel about it. With the showman, which is one of, I guess you can say, one of his villains, it, how people treat each other, um, how you can kind of like, I guess, get the mob mentality of being mean to someone and that's okay. But at the end of the day, a bully is a bully and like by himself, he's just one person who's angry or just trying to rile people up and stuff. Like what what did Ernie call him? A troll, super (laughs) troll or something? Like it's very... I, I'm I gonna think, sound really old saying like it's hip but like it's very okay. in the now I would say I fully agree with that I think it does a really um inter- it's a really entertaining and mature way to tackle important themes and tones that um young readers can can relate to and and I mean it's done in a mature way enough that I'm 23 years old and I'm not like continuously rolling my eyes like oh my god high school so lame because there's still that other component that other factor of new world experiences because yes he's a high school student but now he's thrown this entire new realm of responsibility i think that's just as relatable regardless if you're 17 if you're 24 if you're 38 i mean at any point someone can just be dropped an entirely new um set of like worldviews responsibilities and things that they need to take care of and that's just like what derek is trying to do he's not only trying to manage his his life that he had before he got powers but now trying to figure out how the powers fit into who he is and how those powers can be used with all the characters that are kind of stepping in with his life since when you open rifts into dimensions other people with powers take notice yes and, and they react to it because this is a kid who doesn't know who, what the fuck he's doing because that's Derek's biggest vulnerability at this point his his um, immaturity yeah, his not only his personal immaturity, but the immaturity with his powers, like the inability to know what those powers can do, the full extent of them, and being able to fully control them. So, I mean, I mean, that's something you learn for the rest of your life as well, like how to control yourself. And just Derek is forced to do it right now because, for all we know, his his powers can pretty much like end his own life because other dimensional beings are taking direct interest in our in our little Derek James from Sideways. <laughs> Yeah, both the good, the bad, and the ugly. Everyone should also watch that movie. (laughs) (laughs) The good, the bad, the ugly. Everyone should watch Westerns. All right. (laughs) But yeah, so you get, like Melissa just said, you get other interdimensional beings interfering with everything. You get kind of, right now, we're only just getting kind of hints of like who the big bads are, both like in Derek's world and in the dark multiverse the inverse which is basically this black goo that can destroy anything it comes into contact with and you see kind of like defenders of dimensions like Tempest 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 Faustus Fug nice I don't Fug- know Fug- oh Fugnus <laughs> it's, it's like it's, it's like Fugnus. F-U-I-G-N-A-S-T something like that oh Fugina Fugina oh, you just need it yeah I, I don't know how to pronounce anything in any language I don't know how to spell anything but if you give it to me, I'll know how to pronounce it. So here we complete each other. Woo! So yeah. <laughs> <You're gross. laughs> I hate you. 
<laughs> so Tempest Fuguenot, that's what it was. He is a Fuguenot. And he in this world, you discover that a Fuguenot is kind of like a, a keeper or a watcher of dimensions to make sure that none of them interfere with each other and that the flow of space and time continues as it should. Yeah, it makes father time with like a guardian of the universe. And that's what he does. He watches over like space and shit and makes sure no one's fucking with it. And when a little kid who's recording YouTube videos trying to be famous is fucking with it because he's literally opening riffs just to record then just watcher, to show off yeah yes. <laughs> a watcher of dimension time and space is gonna step in and be like you're literally ruining everything <laughs> um and that's what you uncover while you read the series and i don't want to spoil like too much just because there's only nine issues and that's like a generally quick read especially with a volume that just came out this month um we're in november 2018 and there's a like the first trade for sideways is out if you're like a binge reader if you don't want to like individually buy all the issues it's definitely out there to read and to like get a good idea on the vibe of sideways and it can even like branch out into reading dark knight's metal if you haven't reading another new age of heroes title if you haven't go for it live your life is the trade what the first five issues or the first six yeah so the first volume that's out stepping out for sideways it's issues one through six okay which is very solid <laughs> i would say yeah. for his for his intro as a hero because it establishes who he is, his powers, for the most part, to the extent we know it. To, yeah, as to of the yet. extent that Sideways knows, to the extent that I know. Yeah, it. exactly. Probably knows to the extent that the writers know. Because <laughs> I think with new characters, and I would, I would like venture out to say that even for writers, like characters are growing in their own respect. So I don't know how much they have set in stone for him in terms of milestones. So I, who knows? Who knows what he can do? Twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Come on, Derek. <laughs> Derek James for Keep president. Twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do hope this series keeps going, and I hope that at least some of these titles survive, like the fir- the initial run for the New Age of Heroes, because it would it would be nice to see a new hero created like in our lifetime, in that our little impacts, like yeah, full exactly. continuity. I mean, I guess we've had new new heroes, but they've kind of been legacies, and they've been connected to other other people. And I think with Sideways, he's connected through Dark Knight's Metal, which but, is new. Yeah, but he's not necessarily directly correlated with someone because i mean we have characters that have like recently been birthed like john from the super family we have lobo's daughter crush we have like different characters like that but they're not they haven't been heroes like on their own they've been supported either with a team with family or have had some history kind of like as legacies. yeah exactly and as legacies they sell better <laughs> and they that have that true. they have that connection that readers already established like oh john he's a super we expect him to do super things you expect him to be a certain way and you read him because of his connection to his legacy you expect crush to be a little crazy because she's correct daughter um and so, with, with yeah. derek you have no idea what's gonna happen because he comes from I, I don't I honestly don't know why and this is DC but I for some reason I get hella like mutant vibes from him like the way that he's like written in terms of like a family structure and like getting thrown into something that he doesn't understand and a bunch of people just coming in and trying to like pick apart his powers kind of like how he's gonna fit into whatever long-ended prophecy or whatever it's not really a prophecy but you get me in like the the scheme of the universe how he's gonna fit in I think it's a, it's a really well-balanced creation of a character in terms of that and yeah I, I agree as well and I feel like again a lot of people cut it cut it short by just immediately connecting him with Spider-Man. I feel Definitely. like 
I feel like this is definitely a different direction. And again, yeah, the initial origin is kind of similar, but the actual storyline and where he's going right now, I don't think is that similar, especially like the start of this arc. You can, I guess you can say it with like the end of last arc, kind of get it. Moving forward, he serves a different purpose. And I think we don't even know what that purpose is yet. So I'm looking forward to seeing, like you said, where he fits in the grand scheme of things, where he fits in his duty, I guess, in protecting our dimension from the dark multiverse, as Tempest has said, and how he can assist because Zatanna and her little squad recently showed up. So how he fits into that and how he's going to help them, how they're trying to manage the destruction and kind of the disruption of the universe that's happened right now because of Dark Knight's Metal. And even how he fits in his own life because we see some shadows of other darker things happening behind the scenes that it's very human so like some some stuff happening in his city and everything so you you're seeing a lot of things develop and i really hope that it all kind of flourishes into a really interesting development for derek because i'm excited to see where he goes overall and like yeah he's annoying as a teenager to read sometimes but i get it i really do like who wasn't a rebellious teenager who wasn't a stupid teenager i don't think there's anyone out there who hasn't done something in their teen years and been like fuck I was a dumbass <laughs> like I know I have and like I vibe with you Derek I understand why you're doing this dumb kid shit because you're like 15 16 something like that and like I, I'm trying to understand it but damn is it frustrating <laughs> sometimes yeah. but I mean what character isn't though let's be real yeah I think that the more that you read characters the more you're gonna learn the parts of them that kind of are obnoxious and parts of them that are going to frustrate you as a reader because they're either going to tick off something that you just can't handle like this pet peeve it'll remind you of something x y and z whatever it is but i think that's what creates well-rounded characters that despite that youth that immaturity overall despite like Derek's immaturity you still do you still see him do things with his powers with his personality and just like with the with kind of like the cards that he's been dealt with his life that can still be awe-inspiring and keep the content interesting because too many times I think you feel like something might be stale or something might be too predictable and just with a new hero like we've mentioned before not being connected to a legacy not being connected to a team you have you don't know what he's gonna do yet because you don't have that full understanding of his character just yet so i think he's he's just like with many new age of heroes like they're all wild cards in terms of dc's continuity and we just don't know yet how they might be tied back in with dark knight's metal with their powers with dark multiverses and that's specifically with Derek. there's just too much unknown and too much power in someone so unpredictable and i think the more that people venture in like tempest which is a new character as well and then with zatanna with people who we know that only get involved with kind of like weird shit yeah <laughs> Derek is weird shit so <laughs> yes much interdimensional things and i'm actually saying this as someone who really hates time travel space anything interdimensional i just don't vibe with it because sometimes i don't get the necessity of it and also because it's usually used as a scapegoat rather than like a really good useful tool to forward a plot a lot of the time i've been like oh my god time travel yeah that's how they're gonna fix this whatever like it's not really <laughs> been interesting but even with my standpoint on that not really being my jam i do not find it frivolous for them to be talking about this because that's where he gets his powers from it's like he is directly connected to the dark multiverse has the power to like that's his power interdimensional shit that is what he does with the rifts 
So I think that the way it's being used in Sideways is really fun and interesting. And it isn't as, I guess, overdone. It doesn't feel overdone in this series. Which is one of the greatest things, I think, for it so far. Because finding something exciting and something different sometimes is really hard. Especially when you have so much content for characters you're already obsessed with and love. Because that's why you like you continue reading comics because you're you're like die hard for this person for this publishing company and it's like where where do I start who should I even read new when there's so much stuff that's pre-existed that's coming out for some extremely titular characters in DC because you're never gonna run out of content for content for Batman Superman or Wonder Woman like it's gonna be there just like for the Justice League like those are things that are always gonna exist and you're always gonna want to read so it's like how do you venture somewhere new and I think that's what DC tried to do and is doing with this platform for DC New Age of Heroes giving you fresh ish starting point to find new characters that you can love just as much as you love the characters that you loved your entire life so i think that Derek james has a really good foundation and sideways has a really good platform to become a character that can eventually be really ingrained to dc's continuity and dc's kind of just gallery of heroes yeah so i'm really excited to see moving forward i mean only nine issues so let's see how far it goes out if it if it pushes past 22 issues if it makes it past like two years how far sideways can really go and i think that's i mean we just have to wait and see but i i really only have like high hopes for this series and i think that it balances like the the youthful tones of being a teenager as well as the seriousness of having the responsibility and the power of potentially being a hero because like i mean when you start off having powers you never know where where a character is gonna go i mean um personally so i mean when you read a comic you know that they're gonna be a hero but i think that sideways does a really good job of balancing that again touching upon those things that are important for high schoolers for teenagers but in a mature way that isn't always overtly obnoxious to all readers yeah or in your face like again you can pick up on it for sure um especially when he's in school obviously uh, you're not gonna really connect current issues with teenagers when he's in a different dimension and things like that but when he's in high school obviously you can pick up on the things that you would expect teenagers to be going through and I think that even right now at issue nine he's already progressed as a character plenty from issue one at the beginning I wasn't really about his personality but he's definitely grown into it a lot more and a line that I really really like from him is I was done being a hero but I guess being a hero wasn't done with me Mm-hmm. So I think that at yeah. the beginning, like you said, trying to be YouTube famous, he was he was acting like a kid. Like yeah, what you do when just... you get when you get something cool and shiny, you want to show it exactly. off in a way that's not gonna get it's you like, killed. Oh my god, I have powers! Like what else would you do but like try to be a hero, try to be famous, try to like really take advantage of it and have fun without obviously realizing the responsibility you're taking on and the people that you can affect with your powers. And I think he obviously learns even now very quickly, quickly that, that it's not a game, it's not a joke. Yeah. And that a lot is on the line. And I think that's what is the good balance so far within this series. Yeah, I agree. Is finding that line on having a very young, inexperienced character, but putting them immediately through obstacle after obstacle to teach them maturity and show them that this is business this is serious and whether or not they learn from it I mean that that's up to that's up to Derek whether or not he's gonna gain anything from this and it's gonna be slow and steady and maybe he'll regress maybe he'll become a lot better than what I hope but I I only have good praises for this series so far and the you know the hopes that Dan Didio continues to write whatever he expects to come out of this DC keeps on publishing this 
and there's a way for him to be more integrated into continuity as a full-fledged hero not as like a tag-along yeah yeah i agree again like you really hoping that for once in his life dan didio doesn't let us down um (laughs) and something that we kind of expect him to care about because he really does love the series and that's why i think it'll at least last for a good amount of time so hopefully within that time it'll really pick up steam because i think the only series that's like been really really successful have been the terrifics and silencer the silencer those are the two that i know for sure have been selling at least decently from a new age of heroes everything else has either been like selling okay or not selling at all like the unexpected right that has already been canceled so like sadly you're kind of like dropping right now the immortal men the immortal men sorry sorry so the immortal men the unexpected is what i is the other (laughs) title that i picked up that i honestly don't think is selling well either but i like it but that's that's another story for another day but regardless so sorry the immortal men has already been canceled so i really hope that at least a couple of these series like Sideways, even The Silencer, because she looks cool. I hope that some of these really do make it through the ringer and we do have more characters and people get interested in new characters. And I and I hope that at least some of New Age of Heroes carries over into, like you said, current continuity and really has an impact on continuity. Yeah, because unfortunately, I think until you make it big in like someone else's yeah. comic, <laughs> like you're still hanging off to the side. And yeah, it's exactly. still like a, a character that not everybody is fully familiar with. I mean, only nine issues but i think if you take anything away from this podcast well this current issue of our podcast (laughs) in reference to sideways is that to try something new (laughs) yeah i mean i don't like because y'all may be trying something new with reading like story arcs they might not even want but this is taking you to a whole new level right (laughs) (laughs) the new new (laughs) there is a new new in store for you and that is sideways with Derek james in figuring out how a character is literally gonna start from being zero to hero this is not disney oh my god (laughs) this is not disney (laughs) i'm sorry that's where my mind went i love hercules (laughs) i'm sorry yeah, it's a character going from from your average kid because we've all been there. Hopefully, no one, no one else is, is a clone coming out of a jar. What? Where did you go there? Oh my god, you've been reading too many comics. That's all I gotta say. This is a comics podcast, but going from being your average average kid having those very basic struggles of family, friends, and just like your internal your life, yeah, your yeah, life. Like, at the end of the day, as a kid, didn't you always think your life was ending? Yeah, and life is hard. I mean, yeah. no one no one's gonna joke that saying like life is easy for everyone, and so it's like taking those problems, extrapolating them, giving you dark multiverse powers, and shoving in a bunch of other people that you've never met from other dimensions, other worlds with other metahuman powers that are impacting Derek and him navigating that with only being a teenager and doing his best to be better and I think we should all do our best to be better at the end of the day all the time and I think that's why we should read about Derek James and Sideways. (laughs) Wow what a (laughs) tie-in. What a way to end it. Well, I hope you enjoyed this issue of our podcast. You can hit us up and drag us for our choices or be like, yeah, I heard a sideways and this sounds cool. I don't know. You know, let us know what you think. You can get us on. Get us. (laughs) You You can can find us on our Twitter (laughs) or you can step into our Gmail. Yeah. So we're caped critiques at Twitter. Um, That's caped C A P. E-D, not mm-hmm. capes. And you don't at Twitter, you at Caped Critiques. Yeah, you act Cape <laughs> Critiques on Twitter. Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> I'm with the times. 
And as you can see, my <laughs> hip co-host. <laughs> or you can send us an email at capesandcritiques at gmail.com. We'll be waiting for you, right? See you next issue.